Hey there, and welcome to episode 134 of the Food Biz Whiz podcast. We are about two weeks out from Expo West 2022, and I am really excited to have the opportunity to chat with Lacey Gautier, the vice president of events at New Hope Network. In today's show, we're going to make sure that you know how to take full advantage of the upcoming show, whether you're going in person or if you are doing a virtual booth. So even if you aren't joining us this year, you are going to find helpful advice advice for future events, and it is never too early to plan for your next trade show. Let's get right into it. I'm Allie Ball, former grocery buyer and retail store manager turned wholesale consultant. In my role on the retail floor, I saw delicious, values-driven brands fail on our shelves simply because they didn't understand the behind the scenes of wholesale. I created the Food Biz Whiz podcast to give you hard-to-access insight from my career in the food industry and the tools and strategies to help you succeed on retail shelves. If you're a committed food founder who's looking to create and grow a packaged products business that positively impacts our food system, puts wealth back into your own hands, and employs members of your local community, you have found the right podcast. Let's do this. I've got a valuable freebie to go along with today's episode. It's my workbook on 100 wholesale buyer no's, which outlines all of the excuses that I used to give brands who weren't a great fit for our shelves back when I was a grocery buyer. This download helps you prepare for any possible no and teaches you how to change it into a yes. Find the free link in our show notes. Welcome, Lacey. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today. Thank you, Allie. It's so great to be here. Yeah. So my whizzes, my listeners, we have been talking so much about trade shows, both in our Retail Ready student group and on the podcast lately. So I'm thrilled to do one more episode before we get to Expo West. And I'm more excited to, even more excited to speak with Lacey today. So as vice president of events with Informa Markets New Hope Network, those are the people who bring Expo East and Expo West to us every single year. Lacey has been a leader in the natural products expos for nearly a decade. Lacey combines her expertise in events and strategic growth with her passion for collaboration and community impact to raise the bar for our packaged products industry. Like I said, I am so delighted to have you on the show, Lacey. So let's let's talk about Expo. Are you ready to get right into it? Yes, let's do it. I'm ready. I'm excited. Okay, so let's let's start from a high level and we'll talk a little bit about expectations of this year's show and then some tips for success, regardless, like we said, whether our listeners are attending in person or if they've opted into that virtual show, virtual booth experience this year. How's that sound? That sounds great. Okay, so let's let's talk about what's different this year. I know we've we've all spent the past 2 years waiting for Expo West to come back. So tell me what what's new and exciting this year with Expo West. Yeah, absolutely. There is there's so much that is new and exciting about Expo West and and what's really unique about uh, Expo West 2022 is that we haven't gathered for for mm-hmm. a couple years now. And so everything feels new, um which is which makes it makes it extra special. Um and there's just been so much change and innovation and forward momentum within the industry since we last hosted an Expo West. And so all of us here at New Hope just feel really honored to be able to to capture 
so much of that and, and gather the industry in, in Anaheim again. Yeah. And you, um, and in I terms were... of, uh, go ahead. Yeah. And in terms of new show features, um, we, we of course do have health and safety policies mm-hmm. that weren't previously a component of, of Expo West. We did implement them um, this past September at Natural Products Expo East in Philadelphia. So we'll have those, um, which I can expand on a bit as is helpful. Um, and then we're also featuring two new events. We have our Jedi Community Happy Hour, uh, which is the result of an expanded partnership with included Jedi Collaborative, Project Potluck, New American Table, and and we're really working with them and so many others and in creating events of this nature to break down some of the barriers in place for underrepresented groups within the CPG industry. So Mm. we're super excited about that. Uh, We also have our new Community Purpose and Impact Awards celebration, which is a completely new event, um, and it celebrates individuals and organizations that have really helped cultivate a prosperous, high-integrity CPG and retail ecosystem with a strong focus on health, joy, justice for all while Mm -hmm. regenerating our planet. So those are two really special uh, events near and dear to to my heart and so many of us here um, that we're excited to to introduce in Anaheim. Oh, I, those both sound great, Lacey. I'm one of the things that I have always admired about New Hope is how you you are so forward thinking and progressive in our pretty stagnant industry. And I just I so respect that you are uh, creating events that focus on increasing diversity in the CPG industry, and then also ensuring that we're celebrating things beyond just profit and margin and velocity as as founders start to <laughs> uh, build their businesses and gain exposure through trade shows. Those sound like great events. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They're, they're, they're so important. And yes, it is absolutely critical that we that we um continue to to do work to to really uh increase diversity uh, within the within the industry and so we feel as though we're we're in a really great position to do that and we're super grateful for the partnerships that we've formed that that make it possible yeah you listed a few a few wonderful names um there and we'll make sure to include all of those in the show notes as well so for those who can't come to expo or aren't aren't joining in any capacity they can still get those um, those resources that you mentioned at the beginning, but that'll be important for us. So how do you know how many attendees you're expecting this year, Lacey? Yes. Well, um, it, you know, based on how we're pacing, which is, which is very strong, um, we are estimating around 60,000 total registrants uh, and our buyer categories make up around 55 to 60% of that total. Wow. Uh, so, so it's, it's looking really good just over the past uh, week, we had a, a 44% increase in, in registration week over week. So there's, there's a lot of great momentum around yeah. it. And, um, and we're, we're super excited to, to see everyone, see all the familiar faces. Yeah. Well, I'm sure, you know, even, even myself, it, it feels like we're all on pins and needles trying to wait, essentially wait it out and see if it'll feel safe enough to attend in-person events. So I'm not surprised that your registration is just going to exponentially tick up as we get closer and closer to that mm-hmm. event. And I'm also happy yep, to hear exactly. 
I'm happy to hear, Lacey, that such a high percentage are buyers who are attending because that's always that's always the is it worth it question for brands. Yes, absolutely. We have some some um, really incredible buyer participants uh, who are are registered and intending on on joining. Um, to name a few: Whole Foods, Costco, Sprouts, Thrive Market, Fresh Market, Walgreens, Foodland. Misfits, um, we we uh, are, are super fortunate to, to have buyers joining us from hundreds of retail stores, um, and we actually have a, a web page on our on our website expowest.com that captures all of the names and a lot of the logos from those participating retail partners. If anyone's interested, and in, you know before they before they head to the show, uh, we 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 keep that uh, as up to date as possible based on you know what we're hearing. Um, from our, from our retailers and their commitments, but, but it has just been such a, such a strong, um, such a strong sentiment. Um, and, and they, they too are very excited to get back to an in-person event and, and experience the, the amazing products and, and meet with the amazing brands that, that make up Expo West. Yeah. And, you know, in full transparency, we we are recording this after fancy food just happened. And it has been incredible to see, you know, our retail ready students, people, you know, in my buyer network who really talked about how wonderful it was to go and connect with people in person again and to have that that trade show experience. You know, of course, we've had great unexpected connections through virtual trade shows over the past two years. But I I was so happy to, to hear that fancy food went so well. And I have every expectation that, that Expo is going to be um, potentially even more dynamic than, than fancy food. I'm excited for that. This episode is supported by my free workbook on 100 Wholesale Buyer Knows. Why would you want a list of 100 heartbreaking reasons why a buyer says no to your product line, or frankly, why they never call you back in the first place? Well, when you anticipate the no, you can prepare your rebuttal, and that's exactly what I'm walking you through in this free download. Find it directly in the show notes, and you are going to be one step closer to getting those wholesale buyers to trust you, trust your product line, and place a first order. Okay, Lacey, I want to jump right into talking about the trade show experience, and I know so often, like a lot, of course, so many wonderful things happen on the trade show floors themselves in the halls. But we also know that so much of the exciting stuff that like the magical connections happen off of the trade show floor. So can you tell me a bit about the the networking opportunities that you're going to have this year at Expo West? Yes, absolutely. I would, uh, first of all, I would encourage everyone to just come to as many as possible. There is a ton going on. We have some really exciting networking events um, within New Hope, but we've we've also, uh, and directly affiliated with, with the show, but we've also been really excited to hear of all of the various partner events and affiliate events and, and retailer pitch events. And so a ton of those details are captured 
on our website, both in the events tab and in the agenda tab. And then um, there's a lot of, of opportunities that that um, will come up on site. And so, again, I would just encourage encourage everyone to to attend as much as possible, because, yeah. as you said, there is some some unique magic that is found off the trade show floor when we're enjoying the beautiful weather of, of California and, um, and, ha- and have had a long day on the show floor. It's, it's so nice to just connect outside of that, whether it's for mm-hmm. concert or a. Um, uh, uh, yoga event. Um, and those are two that I would definitely want to, to highlight. We have, um, daily yoga and nightly concerts as we, as we have in the past. And so, um, on, so for, for yoga, that is Wednesday morning, Thursday morning, Friday and Saturday morning. Um, and those kick off at seven 30 and that's just such a fun, fun way. And even whether you're a, a super advanced, um, yoga practitioner or, uh, or, or are just starting or have never attended a class, it's just a fun way to, to wake up and, and, and connect with some industry members before starting a busy day. And then we have, again, the nightly concerts, evenings on the plaza, right out on, as, as many of you have, have, have likely seen in the past. Um, and we have a cool band Wednesday night, Southern Avenue, Thursday night is the Michael Franti trio. And then Friday evening is the um, California honey drops with some really amazing sponsors for, for each night that are, that are making it possible. So we're super excited for those. I would definitely encourage everyone to try to squeeze mm-hmm. it, if possible, a yoga event, a, um, a concert if, if possible. And then we do again, have the, um, the Jedi community happy hour, mm-hmm which I would definitely encourage folks to check out. We also have a naturally proud networking Mm -hmm. reception uh, where we will be recognizing and gathering LGBTQ plus industry members and allies. And so we're really excited to be welcoming the naturally proud um, crew in and an organization and working with them closely on, on a, on a fun and exciting networking event there. So there's a a ton going on, um, and, and a great way to, to connect with, with all community members, um, off, off of the show floor. Awesome. So Lacey, we'll link, we'll link up that, um, website just in our show notes here. So people can go and just see that full agenda. You guys are really good at keeping that up to date and, and really making sure that all that info is in one place. And then I've got two other little things to say for any of our listeners. My pro tip is to make sure that you bring one of those cushioned mats to stand on behind your booth so that you are not too exhausted to make it to the concerts and the networking events in the evenings. I always, you know what I'm talking about, Lacey, the like, yes, knee savers or like legs, feet savers. Yes. Like the pro tip behind the booth. (laughs) And then Lacey, I always, I, we always get this question in retail ready and it's, it's about, um, how should I phrase it? Are, are brands who are kind of shy and they're, or maybe they're like more introverted or like they've already, <laughs> the, the show itself is already overwhelming for them. Mm-hmm. And I just love that you have such robust programming because it makes it possible for someone who is maybe attending all by themselves or doesn't have that, that strong network to go and 
put themselves in a situation where they're with, you know, tens of thousands of other people who are in the same exact boat, who are there to network and make connections and, and meet fellow um, entrepreneurs or buyers or brokers or distributors or all of those things. So you're nodding along. If people are watching the video, Lacey is nodding enthusiastically. Yes. Um, but for our people who are just a little too shy, um, I think it's a great reminder that that these events are really warm and welcoming and the place to go, even if you're a little hesitant, right? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. That is why, that is why they exist is to, to bring people, you know, off of the show. Once the, once the show floor wraps up to leave the show floor, um, you know, and instead of going directly to your hotel room, which I know <laughs> is so easy to do after a long day to, to, to try to, um, to, to join us at one of these events, yeah. they, they are definitely warm and welcoming and, 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 um, made for, for the purpose of, of connection. And, and, yeah. so, and, and I know, you know, even in a normal year, a trade show can feel like a lot. It yeah. is a lot. It takes a lot of energy. And especially after the past couple of years that we've had where, where, you know, there's just less, less interaction. And so I'm sure that, that that will be even more the case this year. So I, I would double down on your encouragement, which is, um, when, 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 when possible, you know, take that extra effort, even if it's just for, for a half hour or so, um, because there are some really great groups, um, gathering and some, some great networking events that, that we feel will, will really just strengthen the community and allow us to continue sharing some of the, the tremendous um, progress that that's happening within the industry. Yeah. Muster up that like last bit of energy yes. <laughs> afterwards and, or go back to your hotel room, do a 10 minute meditation and then come back out again. Yes, exactly. I have found in addition to the, the, the cushiony pad that you mentioned, mm-hmm. some ice cold water on is very helpful, whether that's in, uh, in sticking your feet in a bathtub or, or just finding some way to put some ice or or cold water on your feet really has helped me a lot, uh, for, for a little bit of an insider tip there. Yeah. So I love this. We're already, we're talking about some tips. So let's get, let's, let's talk more down. Let's go down that tip rabbit hole. Um, and let's talk about booth best practices. So for those who are attending, can you, knowing that they're listening to this podcast, two weeks out, or maybe on the flight to Anaheim, mm-hmm. what, what can those, I was going to say displayers, those, those food brands, what can they do to succeed when they're at their booth? Absolutely. Yes. So, um, first of all, whether, whether, whether you are on, on your way to Anaheim or in the couple of weeks leading up to it, please lean on our team. We have, mm-hmm. we have, um, a, a team here that is eager and ready to, to connect with you and support you in your planning processes and in your onsite experience. Um, a big component of the pre-planning work that we do is the ESK, the exhibitor services kit. So if you are on your way to Anaheim, hopefully you or someone on your team are familiar with, with what that is. But, um, but, uh, if, if you do have those couple of weeks of, of planning, be sure to just do a thorough review of the ESK. We include a lot of information in there, but it's all helpful. And we try to organize it in a way that is, that is, um, beneficial for, for, for the, uh, exhibiting experience. And then once on site, each of the halls, each of the, um, every portion of the show floor has a floor manager. And so that's Mm -hmm. 
who is who is just there to help and to to make the appropriate GES general contractor and other vendor connections and really just support brands and <clears throat> excuse me in getting um, set up and and mm-hmm. have successful experience. So um, I would I would definitely encourage that leaning on on the the New Hope um, and Natural Products team that that's in place to to support you all again pre show and on site. Um, I would also, if if budgets allow, I would encourage um, an investment in a lead retrieval unit. Mm-hmm. Those are provided by our registration vendor, Aventry, and they can be ordered ahead of time or on site. And that really just cuts down on so much of the on site business card and contact information exchange and allows for daily captures um, with with contact information to follow up on those leads once once you're back home from from Anaheim. So those would be a a couple little things. And then in terms of in the booth itself, we feel as though and and upon you know having many conversations with our, our retailer partners it's so important for everyone within the booth to know where product is in distribution. Where can mm-hmm. the buyers pick up the brand? Uh, they they really, you know, from from our experience and conversations, they're much more interested in about availability than which stores. Um, your products may currently be featured in. And so um, some some helpful ways to do this would be to have a, a cheat sheet for everyone, regardless of, of who is staffing the booth and, and, and their role or responsibilities or title. Um, you know, when, when meetings are going on and, and you may have a support person covering, it's just so important that, that everyone knows pricing, packaging, distribution, um, so that buyers who, who come up don't have to be turned away or asked to come back um, later. So, so yeah, I would just say product and company knowledge should should really run deep, regardless of regardless of, of buyer may be interacting with that that, that has um, proven to be to be really uh, contributive to to the overall success of of um, exhibiting at at the shows, especially with so much going on and so many meetings that are happening throughout the yeah. day. Oh, that's, I love that you highlight that distribution piece because I'll tell you, Lacey, when, when I was a buyer and walking the show floor from that buyer perspective, it's not to say I don't care what other stores your products in, but the ultimate question is how can I order and receive your product? If you Mm -hmm. aren't in distribution in my region or, you know, uh, if, I don't work with the broker that you work with, or I have no interest in buying anything direct. No, those are all mm-hmm. things that that I want communicated. As a buyer, I expect yeah. to be communicated over the table so I can make a, frankly, a very quick decision on whether sure. or not it's worth it to engage with this brand over the booth. Sure, yeah. absolutely. It's great to hear you you echo that sentiment that, that we've received a lot. Yeah. And then Lacey, I'm going to tell you a 15 second horror story that goes back to your lead capture device. When I did my very first Expo West, gosh, this was probably like 2008, 2009. I got all of my business cards. I got all the sell sheets. I got all of my stuff from, from the few days on the floor and I checked it in my luggage and my luggage was lost. No, <laughs> I kid you not. This is like, <laughs> it, I had never made this mistake again, but my luggage was lost. 
And literally I never got it back. I I don't know where that, that luggage went. Uh, I should have carried on, but it, (laughs) it, um, it's the reality that business cards go missing. Sell sheets go missing. You know, uh, it's, it's very easy to lose that piece of paper where you're capturing leads. And yes, I fully, fully support the device that captures those leads, basically like a badge scanner. If, exactly. if I hear you correct. Yeah. Uh, exactly. That yeah. little thing that, that scans everyone's badge. So you don't have that <laughs> horror story of losing all your business. Cards. Oh my goodness. I am sorry to hear that <laughs> happen to you. And, and yes, this, that is one of many reasons why yes. it's a, a solid investment. Um, and, and yeah, on that note, you know, for, for, for those who may have joined us in Philadelphia mm-hmm. uh, in September of 21, we did have um, digital access throughout. So just to clarify, um, you know, moving forward, we will bring back printed badges for everyone. That's been a common question. Ah, gotcha. So um, that makes the scanning that much easier. And there will be designations as in past years for different um, business types. Mm. So you know, retailers have the little green stripe and exhibitors have the red stripe and so on and so forth. But just wanted to to point that out as well, as it has been a commonly asked question by by our exhibitors and um, and retail partners alike. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. So I didn't go to Expo East and I imagine that it would have been challenging for those those brands displaying not having that really quick visual of who's walking up to their booth and how much time to to give to that person across the table. So that's, that, I'm really happy to hear that you're having that, that physical badge again this year. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was originally rolled out for, um, as a, as a significant, um, sustainability initiative, Sure, but we have identified some upcycling measures for the badges and the lanyards. And yep. so we feel as though between that and, and the tremendous value that that immediate recognition yeah brings, especially in a indoor masked environment, um, just, we know how, how critical that is and, and wanted to ensure that, 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 um, didn't, didn't present any, any, any frustrations or, or challenges, um, when we're, when we're all seeing so many people that we haven't seen for a really long time. So we're, we're oh. Back as well. Yeah, that makes so much sense. Even you know, not quite recognizing someone behind their behind their mask and needing that visual of their mm-hmm. their name on their badge and all of that. My, yes. Yeah, that that sounds very helpful. So, yeah. Lacey, let's let's not forget our people who are using the virtual booth function. Can we talk about what what that is? What is the Natural Products Expo virtual booth, and who should have one? How does it work? Yeah, yes. Thank you for bringing that up. We are super excited about, as you can tell, we're we're excited about all things, all things Expo West. There's, there's a lot going on and and really all things 2022, which, um, which is an expanded version of our natural product virtual environment. Um, And and we call this NPEV. It's, it's, it has existed since 2020. Um, but we're really excited to be rolling out a new model and a new virtual environment that complements the in-person events and, mm. and creates buyer-seller connections, product discovery, and education outside of our our time in Anaheim and um, and/or Philadelphia. So, all exhibitors of Expo West have a virtual booth presence as okay. well. So. 
And that is um, open in the weeks leading up to the show. And then for the week of the show, and then even those couple of weeks following the show. Mm. And so this is a great opportunity for buyer connection. Buyers are, are in that environment, checking out products and also planning their show and oh, yeah. various meetings. And then um, on-site, we'll be live streaming our sessions and continuing that product discovery throughout the environment um, for the week in Anaheim. And then afterwards, we'll continue to, to allow for um, you know that incredible connection and follow-up mm. with between buyers and brands and distributors and and brokers and the entire community. Um, And then we'll also have on-demand education from Expo West. Um, In addition to what's live streamed throughout that week, we'll have sessions sessions recorded and shared and um, available on demand. So we're we're um we're thrilled to be rolling this out. We feel as though it's an incredible way for the, the weeks leading up to and in following the show, um, we we also have a lounge uh, on the actual show floor mm-hmm. for members of our year long all access NPEV community, which is um, is similar in terms of a virtual booth presence as that show specific period, but it's year long with incredible um, access to events and education programming. Um, we have retail discovery sessions and investor sessions. It's where business school is being hosted. So we'll have a, um, a lounge on site to, to give um, members of, of that MPEV community a place to grab a cup of coffee and oh, cool. buyers. Um, and then, and then again, have that continued post Expo West uh, virtual connection and experience. So, mm. so we've, we've put a ton of, a ton of time and intention and have taken in a lot of feedback from various members of, um, of the community. Uh, and so we feel as though we're, we're really well positioned to create a strong environment again, regardless of that's, if that's leading up to a show on site or in the, the many months between, between events. So well, I just, I, I really appreciate the way it blends the digital and online experience with the in-person experience. I think about, again, my, my experience as a buyer and the, the crucial weeks leading up to a show, making sure that you're planning that event, you know, you get there and it's so overwhelming and there's so many people and so many brands to discover and just taking that time to map out who are the key players, who, what are the meetings you want to have, what educational events do you want to go to on and on and on having something Mm -hmm. like a, a, a version of a digital trade show online, a version of that digital show online beforehand seems really, really valuable, both from the buyer side and the brand side. Absolutely. Yeah. Buyers can go in and apply so many different filters that, mm. oh, cool. um, you know, in, in an in-person only environment, it, it, it is sometimes hard to filter down to the very specific categories and objectives within, within, um, the organization. And so, um, so yeah, we, we think it'll be an incredible tool for all and, um, and really allows for greater accessibility within the buyer community, because there are so many individuals, especially in this period of time who are, you know, having to stay back at their stores and, and maintain business there and may not be able to may, may, may have never attended an expo West before. 
but now have this incredible access and can really um, share the um, information with all of their internal teams, regardless of roles or responsibilities. And, and again, if they are, if they are the, the, the type that would attend a show to begin with, not to mention the the access accessibility from an international perspective. Yeah. Because while we are seeing, you know, a strong international showing through through registration and pacing, that will of course be be impacted as compared to, to 2019 and totally. prior. And so we're really excited to just be able to create this environment that that allows for greater access and connection, regardless of where you are, regardless of the week. Uh, or month of the year, um, and and then can also serve as a as a really unique show planning tool. Yeah. Oh, smart. Can I ask one clarifying question on that? Can brands do only the virtual booth and not have an in person presence as well? Yes, brands can have the all access membership, which is NPEV community, and gotcha. that's a year long presence. Great. A year-long access to the incredible programming and, and connections and networking with various members of the community. Um, and then also that virtual booth presence. Yeah. And then the show specific virtual presence is based on show exhibitors. Right. Right. That that makes total sense. I also uh, my like gears are turning here. I wonder if the the NPV would be a great first step for brands who aren't quite ready to to go in person. Maybe they don't have the budget to go in person, but they still want to start making those connections and get all of that educational content and programming that you guys put out and just dip their toes in before they commit to expo in 2023 or fall of 2023 yes. or something like that. Absolutely. In fact, we have a um a discounted price for emerging brands. Mm. Um, to, to just ensure that we're doing everything we can to provide them with the tools and resources to enter the marketplace, including business school and some of those um, early stage entrepreneur uh, connections and, and again, resources to just to just create as positive and productive of an experience as possible. So so I'll be sure to, to um, share those resources and details for your follow up materials as well. Great. Awesome. We'll put that in the show notes. Okay, Lacey, we have covered so much info here and I I share in your excitement about Expo West coming back. I it's truly been such a long time coming and I'm really really excited for all those connections that our listeners are going to make at the show. Lacey, how can people of course we're going to put this all in the show notes, but tell us what is the best way for people to keep in touch with New Hope and up to date on all all the show information? Absolutely. So we have, um, depending on what additional information you is is needed or or additional guidance may be may be helpful or questions, um, we have an extensive um, contact page within expowest.com. You can always find me on LinkedIn. Um, I love to, to connect with, with all industry members and answer any questions or point you in the right direction, um, through that. And, and again, yeah, please just lean on, lean on, on our team, lean on our resources and, and, um, reach out, reach out with, with anything. We, we are just so appreciative to, to be able to, to host, host the community in, in Anaheim and, and are, are, um, are really looking forward to it. Great. Thanks for being here, Lacey. Yeah. Thank you, Allie.
Of course. Okay, my whizzes. And again, thank you guys for tuning in to this show with Lacey. Like I said, I'm so grateful for her time on the podcast today. And I hope that you found this episode valuable as you think about the upcoming trade show. So as always, let's continue the conversation in our Food Biz Whiz Facebook group. Come and join us. So we're going to be discussing our podcast episodes. We talk about trends in our industry, best practices for expanding your wholesale accounts, and how to follow up after Expo West. That's key. So come and find your invite directly in today's show notes. All right, that's it. I'll see you right back here next week. Have a good one. Bye, you guys. Thanks for listening to Food Biz Whiz. If you're enjoying this podcast and the tools it gives you for growing your packaged product business, please subscribe so you never miss an episode. From one small business owner to another, I am deeply grateful for your support of this podcast, and I appreciate it when you share it with your fellow food founders, share it on social media, or leave me a review on your listening platform. Ready for more? Find out how we can work together at foodbizwiz.com. I'll see you right back here next week.